Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Redskins and the Doodoo Browns. Is he Brown? Kyle Shanahan's return to Washington, and Johnny Manziel the meat and the Karakpo sandwich. This and much, much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, John? Yo, 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 what's up? <laughs> I didn't even mean to hit that. Nacho man! <laughs> I meant to hit this. Excellent! But yeah, <laughs> but yeah that was how Johnny Manziel was acting. He thought he was all bad, but he couldn't look the team in the eye when he threw him the finger. No, he was running away from them as he was throwing the finger. Like a bitch! Yeah. Welcome, everybody. First of all, give a big old shout out to our benevolent sponsor, Desmond C. Lee. (laughs) You almost said David Lee again. For like, and it's been like two years. (laughs) Desmond C. Lee, our longtime benevolent sponsor here at Harry Hog Football. This is episode, what, 365. So if you are new to Harry Hog Football, you could download every single one of our podcasts, except for the, uh, Except for the uh, the lost episode, episode two. Yeah, we don't know what happened to episode doo doo two. Doo doo, what train does doo doo take? Doo doo takes two train. D D T T T T. Doo doo takes two train. D D T T T T. Doo doo takes two train. D D T T T T. So you could listen to this greatness. Three hundred sixty-five days. What train does doo doo take? Doo doo takes two train. Dude, I was just thinking about. I was just thinking about the episode where I think we have one of the funniest things we put at the end of the podcast was when we did the uh, the the doo-doo brown music. Oh, and we told the story about Josh being up on the ladder. And he was, and the guy was like, you know doo-doo brown? And Josh was like, oh, yeah, I know doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> and then we played like the first take we did of that. We had to stop and like start again because we didn't expect the uh, the lyrics to be quite so robust. <laughs> from the song. Dude, take the teacher. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, dude, By the way, where is Josh? Uh he's on his way back from church, I think. That's something like that. Yeah. He'll be joining uh he'll be joining in with us directly. As soon as he gets home. Oh, speaking of, guess what I started up again this evening? Mm. My second season of ringing the bells. Ding dong, okay. Dude, I came in there like a champion today. It was like right where I left off, and there's some new dude. And I was like, dude, you're like me last year when I was a rook. Yeah, now you're like first chair of the bass bells. I was showing him the ropes. I was like, no, dude, <laughs> see that thing right there? That means it's a rest. You don't play. <laughs> <laughs> ding dong, okay. Ding it's dong, like, okay. No, dude. See dude, that? are you practicing for like Christmas already? Yeah. I'm like, see that dude? No. That's a, I'm like, dude, that's a dotted half note. That means you have to hold it for an extra beat. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, Miss Ann, 
She's like the person in charge of the bell choir. <laughs> she's like, Miss Ann. She's like, she's literally like 75 or 80. I was like, do you have an Allen wrench? Because like my bell is loose. I need to <laughs> tighten up the handle. And she's like, I do. I do have one. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I just got to tweak these a little bit. Now, what would have been funnier, even funnier, would be if she said, well, don't you have one, Aaron Allen? Dude, you want to know what's hilarious? It's like a few weeks ago, she sent out this email asking if people could like commit for the bell ringing season. <laughs> and I, and like to send any kind of conflicts that we had. And I was like, okay. So I basically went through the entire Redskins schedule. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not available on Sunday after 12. I'm not available on Sunday after 3 if it was a 4 o'clock game. I'm not available on Monday. I'm not available on this day. Like the whole season I went through and sent it to her. Nice. She's like, this is very helpful. Thank you for being so thorough. <laughs> I don't think she put two and two together that I was like not available because of watching football, but she may have. But if she listens to the podcast, she knows now. Okay. Speaking of, mm-hmm. did I say that tell tell people last week that Suzanne won the tickets for the uh, football game this weekend? No, no, that was that was right after last uh, podcast. Yeah, my wife when we were at the uh, little five k race, no four miler, <laughs> four mile race. You kept saying that's an odd number, and I kept just wanting to go, no, dude, it's an even number. <laughs> anyway. Let's see what you did there. Yeah, she won tickets to the Colts game. Against the Redskins? No. Apparently the preseason game this week against I don't know who, but we have already given the tickets away. Very good. I was like, there's a Redskins game on. Yeah, dude, you actually called me, and you were, or I, and I talked to you about that a couple days ago and you were like people were saying i can't believe you're gonna stay home and watch a game instead of go to the stadium i was like yeah but it's the colts yeah i don't care about them just because i live in cool mountain indiana doesn't mean i root for the colts i was like who do you think i am one of those cowboys fans that shows up for a redskins any other opponent game when the cowboys are playing on tv exactly it's like what are you even doing here the cowboys are playing right now Jack, there's always like five of them in the stadium. There was even like five of them. There's like one per section, I think. When we went to the Hall of Fame induction of Art Monk and Daryl Green, there were like four or five of them there. Yeah, wait, no, there was wasn't there a cowboy getting inducted? Not that one. The next one was Emmett Smith. That was when uh, Russ Russ Grimm went in. Oh, okay. But this one, there were no cowboys going in whatsoever. Like, not even played for one year. Yeah, like yeah. Andre we Reed played for the time. Redskins one year. It's like, that doesn't even count. There wasn't even that at all. Remember, we were giving him a hard time. Like, what are you doing here? We were giving him a hard time, but there were a couple guys that were there that was, as we were, like, filing into Fawcett Stadium for the whole, <laughs> for the uh, induction. And, there were, and there, was, there were two guys there that were like, we're going to kick his ass. And mm-hmm. I was like... Oh, oh, okay. All right. I'm pissed he's here and being a jack, but... Uh, Chill well, out, dude. It's a preseason game. I guess that's why they don't sell alcohol at Fawcett Stadium. And that, and it's a high school stadium, so... Dude, we were cracking up, remember, because we were like, man, our seats are going to be so awesome because we have, like, seats one through three. And, and there was we no aisle! Our, we went to find our seats, and it was like, the section started in the middle of a bench. In the middle of a bench, and there was no aisle like down the middle where the section started. It was just, here's a completely new section. 
Like, <laughs> I guess they put seats in there at one point. Maybe there was an aisle there once, but they didn't renumber it. I have no idea. All I know is I was bummed when I was like, we're in seat one and two. And they're like, you got to get climb over these 30 people to get through. Dudes, there was like 20 people on each side of us in the row. It was the longest row I've ever gone down at a stadium. It was crazy. It was crazy. You're just like, excuse me, pardon me, pardon me, excuse me, excuse me. It was like, and as you like scoot past a Cowboys fan, you just kind of let out some gas as you're walking by, you know? Or if you're Josh, some fart spray. So, anyway, dude, I guess we should talk about this preseason victory over the Johnny F footballs 24 to 23. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's, let's, uh, where do you want to start on this? You want to start with the offense or the defense? Um, Let's start with the defense. Karakpo, Johnny Manziel, meat sandwich is all I've got to say. And I called it. Yes, sir. Dude. It happened so fast, too. Dude, Kerrigan swallowed Johnny <laughs> Manziel. I got a little worried on that play because it got him down. And you could see on the replay... Well, on on the fast time, like the original play, as it was going in real time, you could see how he got him down, and then he kind of jumped back on top of him again. I was like, what is he doing? But on the replay, you could see he barely got his knees down, and then he just kind of jumped on top of him and knocked him all the way down to the ground. To make like sure. he was afraid he was getting up. Yeah, he wasn't getting up. And then Arakpo got up and did that money symbol with his hand. Yeah, that was awesome. That was very, very nice. Yeah, Karakpo are going to be a force to be reckoned with, I think. People sure. just don't know. Now, I, I, I will put a caveat on that. We haven't even seen Hatcher yet. We haven't seen Hatcher. We will see him Saturday night. Who I saw today Saturday? the Ravens at Ravens. Is that one going to be on TV or do I got to watch on that internet feed again? It's on Comcast again. So I won't get it. You'll be on that feed. I'll be on that feed. On that feed, son. From the NFL Network. From the NFL Preseason Live. Well, maybe they can actually get a few more servers up and running so that feed doesn't keep freezing up on you. Maybe they can go poach whoever does the MLB TV IT people. Which is awesome. Yeah, it never messes up. But then again, no, you can't have it. I was going to say, maybe there's more people watching the NFL one, but not preseason. Come on. Oh. Maybe. Anyway, you never know. Enough you never about know. It. Anyway, going back to what I was saying about uh, uh, the caveat on the defense. The defense, the starting defense, looked great, but the oh. caveat on it is that the two quarterbacks for the Browns were both terrible. Oh, they kept throwing behind people and at their feet. Oh man, yeah. But the the pressure is looking pretty good on the defense. It's taking the some pressure, pressure off the. Uh, cornerbacks and stuff yeah yeah and we're gonna see we're gonna see uh uh terry hatcher up there former Uh, dallas cowboy something else i have to point out that is even more noticeable now that this year is happening Hmm. if that makes sense there's a lot less missed tackles by our defense than last year yeah i know it's preseason but yeah yeah there's not a lot of sailor diving people are really wrapping up and bringing people down even Bacardi made a couple of good tackles. Bacardi had the best game of his short. Dude, he knocked the ball out on that one play. Yeah, he did. He had one of the be- he had the best game of his short career. And Breland, my dog, he was playing. What did he do? 
I'm trying to remember. He knocked. The, he had a a key play where he kept the dude from catching it because he housed him, right? Yeah, I think so. He had one play where it was, it was him and Bakari together. They did something. Yeah, it was when Bakari forced that fumble and Breeland picked it up. Oh yeah, it was really surprising that Bakari just kept on making good, good, like good plays over and over. No, I think Unlike, Breeland had a crushing hit too. I bet he did. The first down, I remember. Breeland. What's his first name? Rashad. Rashad. And isn't he going to be like suspended for marijuana? What are you talking about with that? You said you sent me a text about that recently. And I was like, what? And I looked it up, and there's not a damn thing about what you're talking about. He got busted for marijuana. Where? In college, maybe? No, Google it. Just like a few weeks ago, leaving Richmond or something. Like the Richmond police arrested him. I'm serious. Google it. I'm not making Researching. I know that I'm not. Look, look. I know. Oh, he was cited for marijuana possession by... RPD. I don't know if it was Richmond. Uh, by VCU police. Virginia <laughs> Commonwealth University He must have went police. to a kegger or something. While he was <laughs> With the spiders. With Shaka Storm. Well, interesting. Shaka, Shaka Smart. Is Shaka. Shaka Smart. Shaka. Yeah, he was saying, I doubt, I doubt he was hanging out with Shaka Smart. <laughs> hanging out with Shaka Dumb. It'll be interesting to see if he gets in trouble. He, he should get in trouble for it, but it'll be interesting to see what the uh, league uh, decides to do about that since they only gave Rhea Rice like, two games for beating the living crap out of his fiance, who was dumb enough to marry him. One series. Josh, you got to get close to you, Mike. Okay, Josh, I'm working out the get details. You, Keep talking. Get close to eat Josh. Eat your mic. Pretend it's a... Uh, Pretend it's Johnny Manziel. Eat your mic. <laughs> Pretend it's a man Pretend it's Johnny Manziel's uh, <laughs> fingers. <laughs> Pretend it's his one finger. And when he said, you guys are number one. I love the fact that Johnny Manziel, and I know everyone out there listening to this already has seen the thing a hundred times of him flicking off the Redskins bench as he was like jogging away like a little beep. He was too much of a you-know-what to even look back at him while he did it. Well, Arakpo came out and said, Exactly what it was that Manziel was upset about. And basically, Arakpo... What well, was it? So, a couple of people said that, oh, they were saying all these like horrible things to him and blah, 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 and using words that That's were That's what he said. He was like complaining instead. Yeah, and it's just like... And Arakpo was like, well, basically what we said was, welcome to the NFL, and there's guys here that are just as fast as you. And that was pretty much what he left it at without having to be like... Son. Well, bitch. <laughs> Welcome to the NFL, son. Yeah, exactly. I, I can't think pump. of a now. I'll. I have been a Johnny Manziel apologist. I have. I have to admit. I can't. But after it. last night, I have. I have. I have turned for to see someone who knows that all the cameras are on him in the world because it's a Monday night game on ESPN. For him to do something that sophomoric and childish, and not, and then to be like, "Oh, it's not a big deal," you know, I shouldn't do it, but you know, Shaka. and not to take responsibility for it is is that's a pretty punk ass move. And they were like, "Do you think this will hurt your job or chances to be starting quarterback for the Browns Week One?" He was like, "No, I don't think it will at all." Well, no, no, did no. you guys see? 
What do you think was wrong with what you did? Did you guys see? You didn't think it when, was wrong. Hold on, hold on. Did you guys see when the guy from the Browns, like the suit from the Browns, went over to him on the sideline and put his hand on his shoulder and like whispered in his ear? And then Johnny Manziel like turned away and did a whole like a total face palm. He was just like, don't. And pretty much that was the moment when someone from the front office said, by the way, your little uh, bird flight that you took there against the Redskins. Yeah, it was on it was on camera live. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Johnny Manziel. Uh huh. It was. It's a priceless, priceless reaction because he kind of turned away and starts to look up and then he just face palms. He's like, what does he expect? He obviously this is a guy I know he's been in trouble, quote unquote, for a few things. I know he had the whole autograph situation when he was in college. I think it's bull crap that the NCAA can get you in trouble if you're selling your own autographs as a college athlete, by the way. I think that's ridiculous. And so he had to sit out the first half against Rice. Oh crap. Um I know he had that your autograph. Good for people you, are man. like People are out there and they're just like, you know, you can't go party in Vegas and doing this and that, blah, 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 blah. He always seems to have an excuse. But now suddenly he's he's not like the top dog that's better than everybody. And you could see it in the game. He was trying to like run out and run around the corner and dudes were closing on him like he has never Dude, our backups seen were. before. Our backups were closing in on him. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what he really was getting upset about. Is the fact that he just realized he's, in my opinion, he is not going to be a good NFL quarterback. I think he's going to be a big, fat bust. I think I already said that back on a podcast in the past, in one of our previous 364 podcasts, but I don't remember. I may have said that. Again, like I said, I was a Johnny Manziel apologist, but I have, I have jumped the fence on that one officially. Hey, look, I was just checking my email. What is this thing about Ernest Biner and his toenails? <clears throat> what is this? <laughs> you just saw that for the first oh, time? Yeah. Dude, I sent that this morning. I know you've been you've been busy, like, smoking a butt and everything. but uh, Smoke two butts. You know what? <laughs> Let, let's They're put spicy, that, too. They're good. Let's too. hold off on that until the second half of the show. Uh, I, because this, this has the potential to be the new Joe Salovea sock right here. I want to I hold off. Is it up off for auction that. or something? Maybe. Oh, maybe. I got to get a bid te- in on that. Aaron, Aaron, we got to tease this, though. We got to tease this until the second half of the it. show. We'll I'm hold off on that. Tease it like an 80s hairdo. Here's the tease. <laughs> if you weren't going to come back before... Toenails. That's all we need to say. You, you need, know you need to know about Ernest Biner. Ernest Biner's yellow hard toenails. Yellow toenails. Oh my. Oh man. Yeah. This is this it's some nasty stuff. In any event, um, what else do we have to talk about with the game? We know the the RG three can't slide. Still, that's a big problem. Dude, I was worried he was going to really get hurt again. Like he looked like he was limping when he got up that one time. Dude, yeah, he's he was a, limping. Uh, I'm not going to say it, but he's getting a special award from me this week because of that. What oh, was yeah. his deal? And he wouldn't throw it away. Yeah, yep. He's he's a work in progress. Last year might as well have never happened. It's like we might as well be rolling into right now from into the beginning of his second season 
because last year was just a big cluster poop. He didn't learn anything. He didn't get any good coaching. Now it's like it's a completely different ball game. New coach, new system. He's got a I oh, who was it that said this? Somebody, one of the announcers said Chucky. No, it was not an announcer. It was on ESPN and it was Herm Edwards and he was talking about RG3 and he was like, "Michael Vick's same thing. Never learned to take care of himself. Never learned to protect himself when he got out of the pocket. Same thing. They tried to teach him, and he never learned. RG3 is going to be the same way. And I, I have to say personally, I believe that's going to be the case. And no wonder they don't want to trade Kirk Cousins. <laughs> that was the whole reason he got drafted in the first place was to be a backup. And now we also got Kurt or uh, uh, Colt. Cool. Oh boy. Did all three quarterbacks throw an interception? Oh, McCoy. We had I, so many freaking uh, turnovers. They, we should have destroyed I think so, them. dude. I think they all three of them did. I think you're correct. That nope. that oh, interception yes. that interception by RG3 was horrible. That I was think pretty he, bad. someone hit his hand to tell you the truth, but still. Yeah, he couldn't follow through because of the pressure coming in. But still he he shouldn't have thrown it in the first place. He should have thrown it, was, it away. It was like <clears throat> he's not up quite up to speed. Like we keep saying, and a lot of people say at this time of year, it's like the defenses are well ahead of the offenses, generally. And it was, it's like he wasn't quite at the speed of the Cleveland defense, which, by the way, Cleveland they were good. has a good defense. Our run was pretty much shut down compared to the first week where we were just tearing it up. Cleveland's defense is going to be really good. They've got good, good corners. They've got big, fat fatties up there stuffing the run. Their defense is going to be good, which is great for where they play because, well, I guess in December yeah. it doesn't matter if you're an accurate quarterback or not <clears throat> with the weather. I don't up. know, dude, but I just wanted to point out in the game when you look at quarterback ratings that both third-string quarterbacks had the highest rating in the game, probably because they were in the longest. But you start looking at completions, not really. It's like you know, Cole McCoy was two for six with 73 yards. But he averaged 12.2. He had a quarterback rating because he had one TD and one interception of 80.6. And, dude, that guy on the Browns, Connor Shaw, his quarterback rating was 155.8. They were going against scrubs, though. Eight yeah, and nine. he hit that massive, massive yeah. long pass at the end of the game. Yeah. To uh, Oboye, or whatever his name was, that used to be on the Redskins practice squad once upon a time for a week. Yeah, But I do want to point out that all of our quarterback ratings were in the – High 70s um, to 80. 80.6 for McCoy, 77.1 for Griffin, and Cousins at 74.5. Yeah. It's it w- not that great. That it was not that great. It wasn't terrible. We're going to get a really good view of what's going on um, on Saturday night at, <clears throat> at what do they call Baltimore now? Charm City or Ghetto City if you walk like two blocks away from their stadium. Is it MB&T Bank Stadium or something? MB&T. Dude, the BF&F Bank Stadium. Yeah. Big fat fat. RG3 did have that nice pass, that long one that he threw to Deshaun Jackson, though. Dudes, how'd you like Deshaun Jackson? I like this, how he took that two-yard pass and turned it into a, like a 12-yard yeah. gain just using his speed. Uh huh. Yep. That speed, dude. dude he that was is twenty-three yard play. I'm that. not used to seeing that, dude. That is just the beginning. I this that is exact. That's just flashes of exactly why 
I was like, holy crap, the Eagles cut to Sean Jackson. Throw the Brinks truck at him. Throw the Wells Fargo truck <laughs> at him. Get him in Washington. He has got skills to pay these bills. Pierre Garçon yeah. hasn't caught a pass yet. He didn't catch a pass in that game, did he? I don't think he did. He may have had one. Uh, he had he was targeted once, I remember, but he didn't get it. But it was a bad pass, if I remember correctly. But you know what? He's a big body, big broad body body that can go downfield and block. Yeah. It's and you know what? I, I have a feeling it's going to be Deshaun has a great game. Garcon has a great game. Jordan Reed it, has a great game. You know, and if and if these guys, I'm not worried about Jordan Reed, but if the two prima donna uh, wide receivers we have. If the two of them can keep their egos in check and just look, you know, keep their eyes on the major prize, I think we're going to be in good shape. Yeah, I think. And then my dog uh, Ryan Grant catches everything thrown his way. Dude, he had four receptions for forty-four yards, and there so haven't been le- like drops really. Deshaun, I think, dropped one, didn't he? Um, Grant was targeted most out of any of our receivers. Actually, he and Aldrick Robinson. But the difference is Grant was targeted seven times. He caught it four times for 44 yards, whereas Aldrick Robinson only had two receptions for 19 yards. Yeah, but um, talking about catches. But uh, Nick Williams had a nice catch, didn't he? For Didn't he get a touchdown? He had the Nick touchdown with like, like yeah. two minutes left. Wow, he, had, nice. he had one, just that one catch, man. It was a touchdown play for 30 yards. Yep, that was it. From Colt. That was a nice pass. It was. It was very nice. I think, you know, Deshaun passed. I think he could have got what about old, further. What about if, old Roy? RG3, like, if he would have thrown it a little bit further, he would have got some more yards. He's, he's kind of waiting. I just still don't think he's used to how fast Deshaun is. Deshaun I, had to, like, kind of, like, slow up and <laughs> wait for that to get there. That, and we're going to see, it, again, we're going to see, I think, a better, speedier RG3 because he's had, like, one series and now, like, what, three series? Or so in he this needs game, to throw it away, dude. Yeah, he's it's RG three is going to be really, really frustrating for the first half of the season. I think he just got he just got knocked around like a freaking rag doll pinball or something. Yeah, it was it was it was it was a uh, on that one run where he got pinballed like two or three times. He was like, I was just trying to run out of bounds, but I got hit. No, you he was like, dude, could have just stepped out three yards before that. Yeah, yeah, he's not protecting himself in time he waits too long to slide he waits too long to duck out of bounds or to get away from a hit but maybe we'll see him do better on saturday we'll see um if not we're gonna see him get hurt real fast agreed i mean morris i mean um griffin was uh was second in um and was he second in rushing no he was third in rushing on the day but he only had four carries. So, I mean, he was averaging six yards carry every time he did it, and he had that one <laughs> long 18-yarder. He, he needs to figure out how to uh, – In preseason, we no, don't need to see him run. Exactly, exactly. He needed to throw it away, no, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. It just reminds me like a few years ago when Clinton Portis made that tackle on an interception and then separated his shoulder. Yeah. But you know what I think it is with uh. RG3 in the preseason? He knows that he's only going to be in there for like one quarter at the most, and he's like – if we don't get this first down, I might not get to come back in. I want to play. He's trying to make the most of it. Yeah. You know, I got a I got a text. I got a text from a guy named Ken that Aaron, you know, that that we used to work with. And he was like, How long would you leave the starters in for this game? Like like early in the game. And I said, The defense, I think they're good. 
The offense, I would have left in for the entire half because we have a new coach, new system, yep. and RG3 is obviously not up to speed. He needed more time. They'll I thought they the pulled him too early. Time. They will be, and but still, you know. He played a whole quarter, didn't he? Last more time. or less. Dude, did you guys, before I hopped on, did you talk about, speaking of the offense, our receiving core and our rushing, our, our running backs? Um, no, we were basically talking about um, non-football related things like me playing the Bills again. <laughs> Aaron was like, ding dong, okay. Good. He's, he's um, first chair now in the base Bills, by the way. Oh, nice, dude. I have the biggest Bills in the Sounds corner. like some big Bills there. <laughs> I got the biggest Bells in the Sounds- corner. That we we did not like talk about running backs. In. We didn't really talk about running backs at all. Bell end? I am a bell end. <laughs> I'm a bell end. Dude. You are um, a bell end. No, what did you guys Dude, think of out? What, what did you guys think of Lasharia C strength? I didn't think he did that awesome. Like C strength? Dude, when you He's look at his right. numbers, he was okay. When you look at his numbers, now I know it was scrub on scrub at that point, but I mean it's like he had seven carries for 35 yards. So, you know, he's averaging five yards carry. And he had that one long one for 12 yards. But, dude, I thought, you know who I thought out of the running back core? We've got like six running backs or five, six running backs that we're looking at. Well, five, not including uh, Chris Thompson, who you might as well cut at this yeah. point. The guy cannot stay healthy, obviously. Hold, um, on, hold on just one second, dude. Huh. He had to go ring his bell. Ding dong, Yeah, no lie. I know you I know who you're going to say. Yeah. Evan Royster had a good game. Yeah, he did. For the limited amount of time he was in there. And he had a nice Alfred catch. Morris came up a little bit short. I'm not saying that Alfred Morris was bad, He, but there was that pitch that went to him that hit him in like the fingertips because yeah. he was looking upfield instead of grabbing the ball. Yeah. That was and then he couldn't get in on that goal line stance, but that wasn't all his fault. Morris was struggling for some yards, though, man. The Browns struggling for yards. Like we were saying earlier, the Browns' defense is going to be really good against the run. I mean, Morris well against the pass too. They have two Pro Bowl quarterbacks back there. Joe Hayden's like arguably the best run. You know, it's like him and Sherman. I think are the best two cornerbacks in the NFC. Didn't they say Deshaun caught that one short one against him that he turned into a first down? I think he did. He turned it around on him. Again, yeah. the speed, man. Can't so teach quick, fast. Man. I told you. I told you. Flashes, man. That's that's just flashes. And it's so funny because my favorite player of all time is Art Monk, who is like not really personality-wise like Deshaun Jackson. But, man, Deshaun Jackson, 100%. Pumped. Pumped. Um. Yeah, dude, Morris, I was going to say, he had 11 carries for only 29 yards. So, I mean, he was averaging 2.6 yards a carry. Yeah, that, and that goal not... line stance really hurt him because it was like, <laughs> it was like yeah. four what? in a row for like two yeah. yards. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. does not get you first downs when you start. Yeah. Why didn't they use like freaking Daryl Young down there? I, I was wondering why they didn't. You know, if it was a regular game, I bet we would have seen some play action or something a little mm-hmm. bit different. They just ran you know? the same play like three. Dude, times. they could run they the whole heavy, heavy jumbo package with Darrell Young. They could have. They could have done Absolutely. the heavy jumbo package and brought in like <laughs> Chet Heavy Baker. jumbo. They could have brought Chet Baker in there on the end of the line. 
I would love to see Chet Baker out there. Or half Giant. the way. <laughs> him and half giant down there on that end. Dude, They're gonna put run him left. In a tight yeah, end. Right, dude. Put him in a tight end and just have him put his arms out and run forward. Yeah. Yep. They could have half giant next to Trent Williams. Or dude, uh, have we Chet. talked about who were who we were impressed with yet? As in as in game balls or just impressed in general? Just We've been impressed. dancing around with that. Yeah. We haven't really been staying on like new guys. How about this? New guys that we're impressed with. New guys. New guys that we're. I'll impressed tell you, with. Who I'm impressed with new guy. Eh. On the defense, eh. it is um, Bashad Breland, the yeah, cornerback. Dude. We talked about dude, him we talked a little about bit. Him already, he housed man. out that ball, dude. dude I'm, I'm telling you good. that, dude. That guy was projected to be a first or second next year, but he left college early because he's got a kid to feed. Yeah. And 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 great example. Uh, uh, who is it? Braxton Miller up at Ohio State decided to stay in college, and he's out for the year with a broken shoulder. Yep. And it's I think it's a senior year, and he could have gone pro and made some money. And that's exactly what Breland did. And I mean, I'm all about education. I think education is a great thing, obviously. But we are it, taking on risk by doing that. Yeah, the NFLs may not ever come calling again. One year in the NFL, you could be set for life. Yeah, if if you if, especially if you're a high end person, even a low end person, you're still going to make what 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 is the minimum like four fifty or something like that yeah. for a season four hundred fifty thousand dollars for a more season. More than the president makes. It's amazing. Yeah, but he doesn't have to pay for anything, so depends on how you look. <laughs> yeah, at that's it. true. <laughs> So um, you know, it's it's the the you know the fact that he was projected. I thought we I thought he was the steal of our draft. To be honest, even though I think Trent Murphy is actually showing, he was drafted high, but he was show, he's showing some skills. Yeah, Trent, Trent Murphy is tearing it up, dude. He's he looks he just looks big out there, doesn't he? Like just physical big, body I didn't, wise. I didn't see him. I mean, I saw him a lot at the end of plays and stuff, but I didn't really see him. Doing a whole lot, honestly. He kept Johnny Manziel in check. He kept him in check. I didn't. I mean, he, maybe that he was putting on pressure. Let's put it that way. He was putting his, a lot of pressure on there. His yeah, his numbers for tackles. I mean, he didn't. You know, but I I agree. He was putting the pressure on. I, I just want to see him like totally good. smear some some guys. Though, you know, <laughs> smear. You know who smear? You know who smear <laughs> Johnny smear Manziel it? all over his sandwich like a meat wad? Ryan yeah, Ryan Kerrigan. Ryan Kerrigan, Ryan Kerrigan, dude, two sacks on the day. Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan Kerrigan's gonna have a breakout season. He's gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, and if Arakpo stays healthy, it's gonna be. They're gonna probably end up having to break the bank to keep him. And remember, I've already called out that him and Ryan Kerrigan are gonna each have over ten sacks and. Jason Hatcher's not going to have any more than four at the most. I think. Two. Yeah, and Josh, your dog, Jason Hatcher, is going to play this weekend. First game. Yeah. We'll see how it goes, man. Cowboy. See him. We'll see Clifton Gathers. Clifton Gathers had a sack in this game. Clifton, don't call me Jumpy. Dude, another eagle. Jumpy. He and Deshaun were. I don't think Clifton Gathers is going to make the team. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not too. Uh, I'm not too sure he's going to make it either. 
I don't know about. You know who else I, isn't going to make it? Klingon. Klingon. Cut. Who's that, dude? Live long and prosper. No. Who's Klingon? Cut. He's the guy that had that, that 32 yard punt or something. What You have the stats. What does it say his punt was? <laughs> what was his punt? He had a punt for like 32 <laughs> yards and during the game. Was, I was like, John, four, that guy's cut. It was 34 yards. I was like, yeah. that guy's so cut. And then he got cut today. We, we yeah, totally Robert texted Malone each other. Robert Malone had the, like, other point, the other punt, and his was only 42. So it's not like it's that big of a difference. Yeah, That's, but he was, he was punting for field position. That is a big difference, though. And okay. that is a big difference. And he was punting for field position. They only each had one punt anyway. I think most but, NFL dudes probably average in like the low 40s, right? That, yeah, especially the ones that are really good at dropping it inside the 20. Yeah, because you also got to keep in mind, like, if you get a touchback, <laughs> then yeah. well, I think and that, that doesn't the touchback count. If you kick you. it back, that hurts you, right? So if you kicked it from the 40 and it went in, that would be like a 20-yard punt, right? Yeah. So, dude. So it's between net and gross. How come they let – so <laughs> Cobra, Kai, Cobra Kai got to, to kick a field goal and one extra point. And Hawker got to kick two extra points. I know why. Because Cobra Kai is going to get cut. No, what I'm saying is they let Cobra Kai kick the field goal. He's totally going to get cut, dude. It was a short field goal, too. True. It was a a pretty short field goal. You think he's going to get cut? Absolutely. Zach Hawker's kicking the ball through the end zone on the kickoffs. That's the big thing. And Kai Forbath already sent one out at like the 25. Yeah, on a kickoff. <laughs> I think just judging from what I see, Cobra Kai has to get cut. I agree, a hundred percent. And I it's also think that if it's close, they're going to give it to the rookie because they drafted him. They must have liked him. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, and speaking of stuff in, with cuts and signings, you know, Klingon got cut. Did he? And you know who we signed? Who did we we sign? signed this dude no named way. No Way. No way. Yes, wait, Tress. His name's his Tress name? No Way. His no, name is, is Tress no, no Way, dude. How do you spell that, dude? It's T-R-E-S-S-W-A-Y. His last name no is Way, way. as in... How do you spell... No his last way. name is W. <laughs> Didn't he play for the Bears? The Bears. No apparently, way. He played, he, apparently, he... I don't know if you can say he played for the no Bears. I believe way. he was on their roster in preseason. No yeah. way. Dude, he looks like he's 12. No way. <laughs> well, he's got to be better than Klingon. No Might as well way. call that guy Red Shirt. No way. Um, yes way, Tress. All right, so we signed that guy. You know, back to uh, kicking really quickly. On the returns, we had... Um, Dude, I thought that guy Rashad Ross or whatever his name was looked pretty good. He had he's uh, had some really good returns. He, has he had that one return for like forty two yards, dude. Yeah, yeah, there's just no space for any any os that doesn't start with an M on the team. I don't think. <laughs> os, 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 boss, balls, cross. <laughs> All right, let's start. All right, Dawes, Ross, Ross, and with Randy Cross. Dun, 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 dun. What happened to Randy Cross? He used to be an announcer. He did I, I, on like CBS or something. On like, I, the, I, on like the AFC channel. It was the AFC. It, back then, it was NBC. What, I think. It was NBC, wasn't it? That had the AFC back in his day. I don't know. I think it was, and then it went to CBS because CBS went to Fox. 
<laughs> it did, but could, you you could totally tell the difference in the film quality between the AFC and the NFC. Uh, yeah, because CBS was Redskins, right? Yeah, like, and they, then they went to Fox, but it was like they took all the cameras and equipment with them. So everything how, all had that nice, like, kind of old school, richer color. And then the uh, and then the uh, AFC recordings, were, the colors were always brighter, yeah. and and they seemed kind of because they had like, teams like the Buccaneers <laughs> and and the no not the no they had like the Broncos when they had that real bright orange and blue like yeah, the Florida yeah. Gator orange and blue <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And, and and the char- the San Diego Superchargers and they had like there. the Seahawks <laughs> when they were in the AFC the Seahawks. <laughs> The team was before so they, good. They, they got, got all modern it. with their uniforms. They put them in the other league, and no one cared. No one knew. <laughs> I, no I one still knew. get it confused. I'm like, how are what? How this, are they in the NFC West? West? What happened? No one. Knew. What win? <laughs> no one. What? Dude, the Beatles can't get back together. John Lennon's dead. Just like what? No, just when? like no one cared when they moved <laughs> the Cardinals out of the NFC East. Exactly. Dude. <laughs> um. John Lennon died? John Lennon what? died? What? When? <laughs> I didn't hear. <laughs> uh, anyway. I was going to ask you guys something. I can't remember what it is now. No way. Oh, no, no, no. Here it is. This is a very was serious something question. something about Tressway? No, no way. it's a serious question. Tressway serious Tress. question. Trivia question. Let's see if you can get it correct. Randy, How many Randy times Cross. during... How many times... <laughs> Who is During the broadcast, did Chucky make an announcement that, quote, Bakari Rambo has been highly criticized for not being a good tackler? At least 12. <laughs> we were saying Bakari Rambo had the best game of his short on his career. Dude, perhaps Chucky my favorite would not thing. Shut up about it. Dude, perhaps my favorite thing that Chucky said in that whole entire game was when Tariko was like, <laughs> Tariko was like, well, there's a lot of criticism about the Redskins name, John. And then he goes, and then I forget who it was that made the play, but he was like, well, Rashad Breeland wants to be a Washington Redskin. <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah, how that he answered fantastic. it. And he just kept talking about, well, about Rashad football. Rashad Breeland wants to be a Washington Redskin. <laughs> and, 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 and instead he's like, I'm not talking about politics. Yeah, and thank goodness, thank goodness. I don't know let if Tariqa was trying to like break the subject hands out in front of you, in front of the screen. Let me show you these big hands of mine here. <laughs> let me show you what I'm talking about here. Here in the A gap. Here, in the, this is right. We used to call this the trickle down nipple when I was playing. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is that you don't normally hear Barf talk for more than two sentences at a time because when he's in his press conferences. He does very short answers, but when he goes for like two sentences or longer, you're just like, yeah, he does sound like Chucky. Yeah. Yeah, but he, he probably same... could never get a word in in that family. He probably couldn't. He was the youngest, they said. Like, Chucky was the yeah, middle yeah. child, and he was the youngest. And you can tell, even when dudes ask him questions about how like competitive they, the two of them were as kids, you can tell he's got like, you can tell Barf has a chip on his shoulder about Chucky. You can just see it. You can see it. You can see it in his body language. Bars. It's pretty interesting. I was pretty like mad because I was watching the post game on NFL Network. And as soon as, like, all right, Barf came up and answered, like, two questions. And they're like, we're going over to the Browns. The coach of the Browns is coming to talk. I'm like, who cares? <laughs> Dude, it's it's been three 
three days since what? No, two days, right? Two days, two nights since the game. All they're talking about in that game is Johnny Manziel being number one. He sucked. Well, saying he was number one himself, but apparently he has been officially named the backup. Number two. Dude, you know who really sucked in that game? Who? It was not Johnny Manziel. It was not Hoyer. RG1. It wasn't even, I don't even know who their third quarterback was. It was RG1. He didn't even get on the field. Dude, RG1 was over there holding the clipboard for Kyle Shanahan. He, that's, I, he's not going to get cut from that team. Kyle dude, I was so mad. You wanted to see him instead of their third-string quarterback, George I, Bernard Shaw. When they brought in George C- Carter Bernard Shaw, I was so damn pissed. I wanted to see RG3 get out there and get just handed to him one or two times and watch his chins jiggle. Didn't you and hear watch Mike Tirico like, say His clipboard that, fly out of his hand. It would have been fantastic. Mike Tirico said that he was still trying to get back into football shape. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to CC. He's been doing that for like five years. No lie. Dude, I still remember him coming in for Kyle Orton in that, that game. It was like 2005 or 2006, first game of the season against the Bears. Rex Grossman sucked. Kyle Ortman came in and almost beat us. Rex Grossman. Dude, Rex, I was so, so, I'm still upset. I really wanted to see Rex Grossman get on the field. Josh, don't Even you have a Rex Grossman jersey? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you sound a little defensive, dude. <laughs> Why would you even ask that question? It's in the closet next to the Sharp Hordonish jersey. Because I thought no it would be hilarious. Way. Yes, way, Tress. I thought it would be hilarious. <laughs> all I know is I sent you a guy, you guys, a reminder about doing the podcast, and all I did was say eight thirty, and I put a gif or a gif, as they say, apparently. Of Johnny Manziel running away and flashing his biatch middle finger as he ran away from the Redskins. Dude, what a punk. He didn't you can't run be away like running. Crack, a, you can't be running. You can't like throw a middle finger at people as you're running away. What is that? Why didn't he just stand there? You know why he didn't just stand there and flick him off and then like expect his teammates to come up behind him and like protect him? Because they all think he's a punk. Just like everyone else does. Man, I'm so off the Johnny bandwagon. Johnny F football. Do you love Johnny Manziel? I th- I used to be a big like like I used I used to back him. I used to be like, dudes, give him a chance. I mean, he was a great player in college, just you know, he's a little misunderstood. Now, now you treat Deshaun Jackson with that kind of uh, now mentality. Johnny F football is dead to me. And Deshaun Jackson is the person that I say, dude, he's a little misunderstood. Give him a break. All right, riddle me this. Who are you yeah. most looking forward to seeing play next week? Against the Ravens. Mm. For the ha- most looking forward to seeing play? Yeah. Or what RG3. are you most likely? Yeah. RG3. I want to see how he does in this game. Agree. I think he needs to work on sliding all week long. Oh, my God. It, you know, I've got the Nationals game on here in the uh, in the cockpit at Harry Hogg Studios East. And uh, I just see guys sliding into first, sliding into second. Someone just slid back into first to, uh, you know, 
avoid a a uh, avoid a, a throw to the first baseman from the pitcher. And uh, every time I see this, I'm just like, one of these guys needs to just be like, RG3, you're coming to be my roommate for two weeks, and I'm teaching you to damn slide. You're coming to the Nationals game every dude, night. That will help some, I agree, but it's a lot easier to slide on dirt than it is on grass. And, it's and, also a lot easier to throw it away than to slide at all. It was like Herm Edwards said, he's never going to get it, and I agree with him. He was like, Michael Vick's the perfect example. Michael Vick never got it. And that's why he got so beat up during his career. Dude, I don't think that it's he doesn't know how to slide. He tries to slide too late so he can't get fully extended into the slide motion before he gets I, nailed. I think that's a really astute observation. I agree 100%. He's got to slide sooner or get out of bounds sooner. The speed. He, he, like we were saying earlier in the podcast, he does not look like he's up to speed. So I'm really interested to see how he does on Saturday. I think he's got his speed back. At least 90% I, of it. I agree. I think he just wasn't ready. Yeah, he if just that needs makes to, any sense. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. He just needs to stop trying to be the hero every play. Yeah. Yep, yep. Just make a good pass instead of trying to, like... Don't watch. worry about the 14-year-old boys that are watching the game going, what a puss, he just ran out of bounds, he could have gotten one more yard on that. It's like, dude, he's the quarterback. He needs to last for the whole season. Exactly. All right. Well, on that note, dudes, I think we need to uh, jump into Take the a break. break here. Dude, we're already 49 minutes into this thing. Yeah, yeah. because it was almost like a real game. Yeah, right. Take a break. Take a break. There's right, more we'll to talk about when we come break. back. And I'm not going into a commercial because we don't have the new one yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's true. We don't have, we've had a couple of suggestions, but. Uh, it's in production. Yeah, it's in production. I was actually going to do a public service announcement this week. I actually wrote down notes for it right over here, but so are you I, gonna uh, I'm going to hold on to that until next week because it is not a, a done deal. You're listening to Harry that was Hog, nice, yeah. Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. This is Kenny Can from Canada, and you are listening to Harry Hog Football. Bud Light presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today we salute you, Mr. Footlong Hot Dog Inventor. Mr. Footlong Hot Dog Inventor. When conventional wisdom said no one could make a hot dog longer than six inches, you dared to dream. Dared to dream. You knew the limitations of a regular size hot dog bun, and you ignored them. Can't stop it. You made a 10-inch wiener, and people cheered. Oh! But you weren't satisfied. You said, wait, I think I can still give you two more inches. And so the footlong was born. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Mr. Hot Dog Hero, because you gave every single one of us our fondest wish, a bigger wiener. Thank you, thank you, Bud Light Beer, at Isaac Bush, St. Louis, Missouri. Bigger wiener. Our fondest wish. A bigger wiener. Dude, I just came back on and all I heard you say was my fondest wish is a bigger wiener. <laughs> what? You weren't here listening to the commercial? I took a break, man. Mr. Footlong, hot dog inventor. 
All I heard when I came back was you saying my fondest wish is a bigger wiener. <laughs> All the birds' <laughs> fondest wish. Uh, I don't know about that. Well, that's what they say on the Bud Light commercial. <laughs> oh, dude. Where's John? Right, so, I don't know. He's 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 shaking his fondest wish. <laughs> All right, well, then if he's not here, he's going to miss this. We're going into the games and the kicks. So here we go. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. This week's Kicking the Balls Award is brought to you by Mr. Footlong Hot Dog Inventor. Awesome. Um. Hmm. Go ahead, Aaron. Who are you giving it to? My kick is going to RG three for not throwing the ball away and not sliding. All right, and for throwing that stupid pick. All I'll go with that action. <clears throat> I hope I'd he's agree better with that. next week. I hope he's better this week, or else we're going to be in trouble. Um, man, let's see. My kick. Hmm. My kick. No way. Yes way. Ned. My kick. Who I have a kick. a kick. Who is it? Aaron, who did you kick? RG3. RG3. All right, my kick goes to Sexy Rexy, because he couldn't even get in the damn game. He's not, on the team. He's not on the team, dude. You can't kick him. You can't kick him. You can give him the, what was the award called? The oh, yeah. What do we call that? The Yellow Cake Award? The Yellow Cake Award. Oh, yes. yeah. Sexy Rexy. Yellow Cake. All right. I got a kick. <laughs> All right. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. I love me some Alfred Morris, but I got to give him a kick. He's, I felt like he struggled the whole game. To get yardage, I just felt like he wasn't. I don't know what it was, man. Maybe it's just preseason, but there was that initial fumble, and that's you don't want to start off a, a game like that. So, um, he gets my kick. Yeah, that, that's a good. That's a good preseason one. You know, he's still getting into form, but don't forget that as as much as we all love us some Bam Bam Morris out there, he did have a little like fumble ruski period last season as well. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this back. is not yeah, hopefully this is not picking that up again. And I'm also giving my yellow cake award to Johnny Benzo. Yellow cake. I'm giving my yellow cake award to Chucky. Because he was annoying the crap out of it. If you look right here, you see the man coming through the A gap. He's screaming right through there. Um, yeah. All right, I'm gonna have to give a kick then, and wow, wow, man, now, 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 early in the morning. Ah, I know who you're gonna give it. Yellow to. cake, <laughs> and in the evening, I eat some yellow cake. You're gonna yellow give it to Cobra Kai. I thought about, I thought about giving a Cobra Kai my kick. Klingon. <laughs> uh, you're gonna give it to. Um, I'm gonna give it to Klingon because we're never gonna mention this guy ever again. So I'll go ahead and give mine to, Kl- to Klingon. <laughs> your your kick in the balls for John is Klingon. Blake Klingon. What? 
yellow cake. It's not blake, it's balake. It's balake. It's it's balake. Balake clinging. Present. 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 A Aaron. Aaron Balake Moorhead State. Moorhead State. No, it was Moorhead State. Balake. <laughs> hey, Aaron Balake, Morehouse State. Morehouse All right. State. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's give our game ball. Yellow cake. Did, we get, did you give your yellow cake award, Josh? Yeah, Chucky. Chucky. Oh, yeah. okay. He's not on the other team, though. Early in the morning. You can give your yellow cake to anybody involved anybody. with the game. You can even anyway. give it to refs for calling like a million penalties. Yeah, okay. He oh, yeah, that's another reason why. Oh, Aaron, RG3 yeah, you wanted to give one. For giving two false start penalties. <laughs> Aaron and I were debating this a little bit before we started the podcast. I, I thought I didn't see it on the first one, but the second false start on RG3, I was like, all right, I could see how they would call that because he kind of moved and jumped. That was, that was lame, dude. But Aaron, was totally you said, lame. and who did you compare that to? Peyton Manning always does this stuff. He always, always does. Always that. like he takes a big old step and like moves his arms and like yeah. he moves his arms like two feet. I know, dude. Yeah, I so thought that was fuck. super lame. RG three looked over and just smiled like seriously. I know. Yeah, it it's going to be really interesting to see if. Uh, how do you simulate the snap if you're not the center? Right, right. And <laughs> how can any if you jump early? He you weren't watching the ball. He wasn't under center. He was like in shotgun. Yeah. It's not like he was under center and like pretending he like the ball. I, the I, I guess for the NFL that we'll have to ask uh, simulated. <laughs> we'll we'll yes. have to ask our uh, our our NFL uh former or no, not former. Our we'll NFL have to ask insider. our insider. Our NFL insider. Um we'll see what he has to say about that. Maybe he can come on in the next Seriously. episode and give us I some insight dumb. on that. You should just you watch the ball. That was what coaches have taught for years. You watch yeah. the ball. I think it's so hilarious that I think RG3 this week should be like, hut, hut, and like act like the ball was snapped and like pull back and drop back with like a mime ball and act like he's about to throw it to somebody. On, one, go, on, one, on like the first <laughs> play of the game yes. and everyone just stands there on the offensive line. <laughs> yeah, and then he just starts cracking up laughing. I think that would be hilarious. He needs to yeah. simulate it. It would show them how ridiculous that stupid rule is. Simulating. They're getting all like politically correct on football rules. It's horrible. Well, that, that, what, that, apparently it? that's one of the things they're looking at. They're also looking at the holding downfield massively as we've talked about it's like already. Touching. If you brush up against yeah, it's the guy. Like, well, yeah. You know what it is? It was people like Peyton Manning bitching to the NFL rules people that the the defensive backs for the Seattle Seahawks were manhandling everybody. And so now this rule is to make, as the NFL has been apt to do recently, to make a rule change to benefit the offense. As if they're not benefited enough. No. Dude, if I had kids that were growing up and playing football, I'd be like, son, you're playing offense. Because defense doesn't stand a chance. Defense, they keep taking away like every chance the defense has. It's pretty ridiculous. I understand offense fills seats. Offense is more exciting, but you know, I like defense better. I like defense a whole heck. Of I a like lot. when they can't even get a yard. Oh yeah, it, when you're off, your defense is out there, and, it, and the other team goes three and out with like negative four yards. That's phenomenal. I love that. Ah, 
Dude, there were more yellow flags in this game than like you'll see in the country of Spain. There's more yellow flags than in than yellow cakes in Mark Brunel's pants. There's more yellow flags than white flags in France. Oh. All right, game balls, go. That was cold up. Yeah, well, was it true? Game balls. Game balls. Game balls. Game balls. Game balls. Game balls. Aaron. Game balls. Hold on. Game balls. And now, the coveted and ever elusive Game Ball Award. Game balls. And fellas, get this. It was really refreshing to see zero snacks. Who is that, Will in Maryland? Oh, man. Oh, that's so refreshing. You are a loser, sir. Oh, my, my, my. Dude, we really, dudes, we are really rounding back into a game time form, game form. We have really, really left the taint behind and we are in it. We are directly in it. It's all 6,000. <laughs> game balls, game balls, game balls. Yeah. I got a game ball. Yeah. I'm going to give my game ball because uh, like I always try to do is give a game ball at a turning point in the game. All right. And I have to give my game ball to number 89, Santana Moss. <laughs> for All that right. huge, like, uh, I think it was a screen where he got the first down on like, it was third, a bubble like screen. third and like 20. Yeah. I that it was, was, it was at least at that. Time. It was a massive, it was a, it was a throwaway play. It was a, oh, heck, we'll just do a screen and see what happens. No, it yeah. was awesome. Yeah, awesome. and it worked. Here's a question. Is Moss going to make the team? I think he will yes. make the team. Yes, absolutely. We need a veteran so of his caliber. who out of that receiving core? Anyone that – any Moss that doesn't start with an N. Aldrick. I Aldrick's think Aldrick Robinson be, is going to get cut. I think Aldrick Dude, Robinson is going to get cut. two receptions for 19 yards on this game. I don't care. I, Ryan I think, Grant has to make yep. the team. It's gonna. I think it's gonna be Ryan Grant. They can't put Ryan Grant on the practice squad or re- cut him and sign him to the practice squad. Someone else will get him. Like that day. Yeah. That day. Like they did with the. Uh, oh, like they did with that that uh, quarterback we had a few years ago, and he ended up signing. They were. We cut him. Oh, who was it? Chase. Dan. Chase. It was yeah. John Beck. No, Chase. And he. Uh, he got cut, and they were like, "We're going to sign you to the practice squad tomorrow." So, you know, that was guaranteed. We're going to do that. Blah blah blah. He was like, "Okay." And then the Saints called, and they were like, <laughs> "We're going to sign you as the third quarterback." And he was like, see "And ya. he was like, see you, Washington." And guess what he did that year? He got a Super Bowl ring as a clipboard holder. <laughs> All right, no, his, well, his even... ring actually has a diamond-studded clipboard on it. No, not hey. even for that. But I think Ryan Grant can play. I think he can come in. He he has hands of like gold. So I agree. Catches that, everything thrown his way. All Aldrich, right. Aldrick is really good at running downfield fat, fast and getting like being like fifty fifty on catching it. Although I will say Aldrick has done a lot better running normal routes instead of just a streak route down the field. I think they've been working on that with him too. But I I think Ryan Grant has more upside. Yeah, yeah. I think that well, that may be the way it goes. And Hankerson, is he like on the IR yet or on pup? He, I think he, if he's not on the pup list, he's going to be on the pup list. Can I say one thing about him? Yeah. 
well, if he goes on the pup list, if he's on the if he's on the pup list, they can extend him to like the six week pup list. See if anyone else gets injured or something, and bring him in if he is healthy enough to come back at that point. And if he's not, they just put him on IR, and then he comes back next year. And I think that's what's going to happen. He'll be on the pup for a few weeks, and they'll say, "Oh, he's not ready. He's got to go on the IR because you know he turned he he messed up his knee." Unless so you're. Listen. We, we may have some new some new listeners and some young listeners out there, so let's explain this. Huh. Pup list is physically unable to perform. It's basically right. it's 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 a designation that's used for players who um, who are injured during the preseason, but they can still be a part of like team meetings and they can be in trainings and everything else. They just cannot practice with the team. And there is a preseason pup list and a regular season. Publicist, right. which you were alluding to, right, John? So, like, yes. a preseason pup list is a player um, who can't take part in training camp practices. Uh, he can be assigned to a preseason pup list. Right, and they don't count against the uh, regular. Right, but they can be moved off the pup list and onto the active roster in, at any time. In the first so many weeks, though, right? Well, this yeah, is preseason. A player, that, pre-season. A player yeah. cannot first. be put on the pup list, though, if he's already, like, practiced. Right. So if he's ever practiced, he cannot be put on the pub list for preseason. Right, in preseason, correct. Correct, yeah. In the regular season, um, a regular season pub list is a player that um, I guess they've been – they've finished the season and they're still in the pub list. Isn't that right? For, for the like guys that are going the on – preseason. They finished the preseason. Yeah. Yeah, and they're still on the pub list. So they have to sit out for at least the first six games. Right, and that's a new thing that started uh, recently. That was part of the right. last uh, collective bargaining agreement. <laughs> and and then the team has like five weeks or something to allow the player to begin practicing. Right, and once they activate or they, they start practicing, they have two weeks to decide. I thought it was three weeks. It might be three weeks, but they have a, a short period to decide. Is it? Can the player actually come back and be beneficial to the team, or do we just put him on the IR? Right. Which is a great uh, a great step forward from what it used to be, where it was like you're on the pup list, and then you're done, basically. It was like you're either on the pup list or your IR. You did, there was no pup list where you could come back after six games and have a chance for a few weeks to get back into shape during the season and then get on the team. So. That's a really good thing, I think, that, that they do it that way. Now. And then they have that random weird one IR person that's not really on IR. Yeah. Well, then there's the, also yeah. like the little known, what's it called? The uh, NFI, the non-football injury list. Like, no, <laughs> right, that, that the like Buccaneers put that, their, their kicker on that got MRSA from their locker room. Right, Those or like dicks. the guy that was like was helping his news. grandmother move and like dropped a box on his foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Kind of that's, that's what it's supposed to be for, not to try to hide the fact you had MRSA in your locker room. Right. Tampa Bay. <laughs> or, or, yeah, like you said, Aaron, like if somebody was, you know, suffering from an illness that was unrelated to football. They could right, like that. Ebola. Anyway. Like Ebola. Ebola. So there you have it. We've explained the pup. Uh, the pup lists. Yeah, and we should probably round this thing out because we're like an hour and seven minutes in. I guess so. Yeah, Josh, good thing bringing that up, though. That was a good way to uh, to explain that to everybody, I think. Well, we can 
we can round it out, dude. But you and I still have to give our game balls. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hurry up then. Give your game balls. Oh. So, ball. Oh, so my game ball. Hmm, um, I've been thinking about this one. My game ball is actually going to go to Ryan Grant. I think that. Um, you know, we talked about him. I mean, I think he's going to be great. I think he'll make the team. I agree with that. I'm, I was worried about he would be a threat to Santana Moss, not knowing what Jay Gruden would do as far as the old guy versus the uh, the new young guy. But I think Moss brings too much to the team and to the locker room to cut him. Uh, plus, I think he's still got a lot of talent. But Brian Grant, four receptions for 44 yards, average 11 per, and had that one touchdown. Um, I think he's going to be a weapon for RG three. All right. Yep. John, Aaron, who is yours? Santana Moss. All right. This is going to come as a surprise. Klingon. <laughs> no. Rex not Grossman. Klingon. Jake Hawker. Definitely not sexy Rex. Jake Hawker. <laughs> My game ball is going to go two. Let me guess. This is probably. The only what? time that I will ever be able to give this person a game ball because I've given him many kick in the balls Bacari in the past Rambo. over the entire one season he's been on the team. Bakari Rambos, come on <laughs> down. Dude, I knew it. Nice. I called dude. him. Dude, he Bacari forced Rambo. a fumble. He played pretty solid, though, dude. Yeah, man. He, he, he didn't Five have, times. like, he didn't just have, oh, man, that might be the best game he's played. It was by far the best game he's ever played for the Redskins. I have absolutely no thought or or belief that he will actually be any good and not get cut by the end of the season. But at least <laughs> one day, I don't know. One day, Bakari Rambo, one you had day. your day. One day, first blood. There you go, dude. I got to give one more shout out to Bashad Breeland, though. That dude, he had the five. He had five uh, tackles on the day. Plus, he had those two passes defended. You know, really Emerson had a good pass. Between Breland and Amerson, dudes, we've got a couple of young, really good young players there, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Agree. All right, dudes, let's round this out. Round it out. Hog, Hog slot. slot. Hog slot. The HHFFFL draft is a Sunday at noon, Redskin Standard Time. And Stephen Bowen restructured his uh, contract while he's recovering from microfracture surgery. Uh, Apparently the Redskins are now 4.1 million under the cap should they need to sign someone else that gets surprisingly cut near the end of the uh, uh, training camp period. Yep. Next Next game game is this Saturday night at the Ravens, 7.30. Don't forget. And we'd like to give a shout out to our benevolent sponsor, Desmond C. Lee Esquire. Yes, sir. You can follow him on Twitter at Desmond C. Lee, too. He's a massive Redskins fan. I'd also like to give a shout out to Mark Carter for trying to explain to me via email the rules of rugby. Even oh, though it didn't really work. It's, we can't, I think we all kind of get it. But, man, still, sometimes we're just like, why are they allowed to do this? Why are they allowed to do that? Anyway, we'll talk to you guys next what week. What is Scrum? He tried to explain that to you. <laughs> Sounds dirty. At Hail least that I know. Hail to the Redskins, and if you see a Cowboys fan, you know what Scrum. to do. Yo, Scrum! Yo, Scrum! Yo, Scrum!